Welcome to TYT Interviews. We got a doozy for you tonight. Uh, we're going to be speaking to David Duke, former Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan, former one-term Louisiana State House Representative, and a candidate for governor, senator, president, author of My Awakening, A Path to Racial Understanding, and Jewish Supremacism, My Awakening to the Jewish Question, founder of the National Association for the Advancement of White People, uh, convicted felon for tax evasion and mail fraud, and current international spokesman opposing, quote, Zionist imperialism, Zionist aggression, Zionist terror, and Zionist murder. That's his quote. Uh, David Duke, welcome to the Young Turks. I'm going to start off by just everything's going fine, but I always get those introductions. You know, I left the Klan almost 40 years ago. And the interesting thing is that I have with me a picture of uh, Nelson Mandela at the ripe old age of, uh, I think he's 72 in that picture. Uh, in front of the hammer and sickle, the clenched fist. He was a member of the Communist Party. In fact, he was a Central Committee member of the Communist Party. He was a communist leader. But I don't think I've ever seen him even talked about as a former communist. Now, communism in the world killed how many people? Uh, maybe 80 million, 100 million people worldwide. Uh, it's just yeah. unbelievable the double standards we have. So David, have another David, though, wait, 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 though. If you're going to compare yourself to Nelson Mandela, uh, you shouldn't leave out the fact that uh, he also saved a whole country. Uh, he, well, let me tell you, he fought he for freed, his people. He freed uh, he, he millions upon people. millions of people. I mean, I haven't seen you do that yet. So, well, let me tell you, I'm fighting for my people the same way he fought for his people. That's interesting. And that's that's what's funny about this. If you're a European American and you want to preserve your heritage, your rights, your interests, your values, you're called a racist. If you're an African American, you do it. If you're a Jewish American, they have thousands of organizations advancing the interests of Israel and what they call the Jewish agenda in this country. So the double standard is really amazing. Now, by the so way, as far as being David, tax fraud, though, I, I'm I also have to I have to respond to the two ways you introduced me. As far as being a, a tax fraud individual, here I have a copy of the letter. Let me see if you can see it on the thing. This is a letter from the IRS after uh, they put me in. The, of course, the American government, the American government never goes after people uh, for taxes for political reasons, of course. But this is after the judge ordered a complete audit on my taxes when they uh, sent me off to the Gulag. And this was nine months later, later it was a letter I got from the IRS while I was still in prison, while I wasn't even there to defend myself. It was an audit. It was a fair audit, by the way, with a black woman leading it and two other people. The IRS it was a task force. And the determination of the letter was that for the year in question, I overpaid my taxes by, well, $6,000. And that's according to the letter. And there's the refund check. Yeah, I got back from the IRS. No, now yeah. David, you could put that stuff up, but I mean, you spent fifteen years, um, fifteen months in prison. I sure right? did, because and you I admitted dared to guilt. Stand up for, uh, you know, I think the real reason why I went to went to prison was because I dared to challenge the Jewish supremacist, the Jewish racist rule over American foreign policy, over the American government. Over but that's not what you admitted to, David. That's not what you admitted to. You admitted to exactly what I read off here, which is tax evasion and mail fraud. That didn't have anything to do with the Jews. It had something to do with what you did. You admitted to it. You are a lawyer. You were a lawyer, right? Or you are a lawyer probably still. And, Jenk, and you know very well that in America, Whenever you have any sort of financial issue, they can lay as many charges as they want. So I've got a choice of going no, to I don't know that. court of law in New Orleans with 50% with of the judges that are Jewish, with, with a very large black population, 
as a former Klansman. Then why didn't you, I mean, but David, I thought your whole life was fighting back. Why didn't you fight? I mean, this was your one opportunity. You get to go into and get justice. How can, I, I am very happy to fight if I get a fair fight. I had a choice, as my lawyer very carefully explained to me, and I know as your attorney, you gave your clients this kind of advice before too, uh, uh, who were innocent of charges. I had a choice between doing 15 months or if I lost in front of a black jury, which I think would have found me guilty of, uh, they would have given the death penalty for, for a jaywalking <laughs> ticket for that matter. I think I could either take 15 months or I could take the risk of still being in prison to this day the rest of my life. So obviously, okay, so I think my let me ask you a unique right question about that. I, I did my, I did, I did what I had to do, and I've yeah. continued my work. Okay, so let me ask you a unique question about that. Having spent time in prison and 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 now just testifying to the injustices of the American system, uh, do you sympathize a little bit more with Black Lives Matters movement when they complain about the injustice of this uh, just so-called justice system? I think there are a lot of injustices in the justice system, no question about it. And I saw a lot of people in prison who shouldn't have been there. And I saw a lot of people in prison who maybe should have been there a lot longer. Uh, it's, it's, I don't think it's a very equitable system, but I don't believe there is a, a systematic uh, discrimination against African-Americans by the system. I've read a very, good, a very good analysis of it by a professor from a university in Florida uh, entitled the, the myth of a racist criminal justice system in this country. I think it is a really a myth. I just it's just like the idea that policemen are shooting down black people disproportionately. And and I, I tell you, fact. policemen sometimes shoot down innocent people. And there are some bad cops, no question about it. But more white people are shot down by police officers in this country than black, far more. And yeah, but that's the truth is that but David, but David, wait a minute, wait a minute. I know those facts. So first of all, you know there's more white people in the country than black people. Per yeah, capita, per capita unarmed black but, men get shot four times more than uh, uh, unarmed white men. So, well, and more me uh, black That's men per, get shot per example. capita by cops than white men, you know that. Well, I know also that disproportionately whites commit far fewer crimes. So if you actually take well, the white criminal element, whites are shot down about three to four times more than blacks. I'll give you an example from a Mother Jones oh, article. I like did. that subset of the white criminal element as opposed to all blacks. No, I'm not saying that all blacks are criminals, but I'm saying percentage wise, blacks are generally, about, well, they're actually about six times more likely to be a felon and commit a violent uh, crime in Look, this country I, than it, whites are per capita. David, I, I don't want to get in. I don't want to get into a huge debate here. You're going to throw around numbers that can't be verified. I can, uh, but I, but I will tell you. I'll just say one. This one last thing. I hope on this, which is that uh, I think interview I did with a former uh, Baltimore police officer, Michael A. Wood Jr., was is instructive in this case. He said, "Look, you think black people have been lying? He's white. He said, you think black people have been lying about uh, what cops have been doing to them for the last hundred years? No, they're not lying. He said, even when we were assigned to." Uh, white districts, we were worried that it might be a judge's son or someone else powerful, so we wouldn't make arrests there. We wouldn't look for crime, we wouldn't do any of that. We'd just go into the black areas and make our quota by arresting people, whether they did something wrong or not. We didn't need to get prosecutions, we just needed to arrest black people. So I'm curious that when you hear something like that, do you dismiss, this, uh, dismiss it out of hand? Do you think that uh, Michael Wood is lying? Like, what, what reaction do you get out of that? Really interesting fact about uh, policing in Baltimore, I'm for not example. Saying, I'm not saying that there's that there's no policemen in this country that are racist, but I'll give you an example. And, and the actual report produced in New York by the liberal administration in New York, by the way, 
and about crime. And they have a crime on shooting in New York. And they literally show that that whites are only 3% of the gun offenses, that is guns used in crime. And 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 there were no whites that used had fired a gun at a police officer in New York City. Uh, 60, over 60% of the people who fired guns at police officers in New York City were in fact African-Americans. And yet, and yet only 22% of the shot uh, and killed uh, people in New York City were African-Americans in that year, 2011, which was the year that, that in fact, Mother Jones used, so I used that year, 2011. But, but David, and, well, let me finish, let me right, please finish yeah, the point. Yeah, that's right, go ahead. And so, uh, okay, so, so for, but 44%, you know, were, were in fact European-Americans, even though 3% of the people that use guns in crimes were European-Americans, they were 44% of those shot. I think that a police officer most police officers, maybe there's some exceptions, most police officers realize if they shoot a white criminal, no big deal. It's not going to get national news. If you shoot a black criminal, you might end up getting the electric chair yourself. So that's, no, there's that's a big difference, not, not and I think there is a racism no. in this country. All right, David, again, those things are enormously skewed or not true. So for well, example, I, have data. I can, I've got so, exact quotes so, on my website, hold on. David. Now let me finish, let me People finish. can check it out for themselves, and okay. you can look at the right. 2011 David, uh, let me gun, finish. The gun report by by the department in New York I, with the largest police I, I let you make your statements about those stats. So first of all, it's not true that uh, white people getting shot by cops is not news. It's tremendous news. I did a story about a, a white guy getting shot in Miami. He was a bank robber. Yeah, he had a blade on him, but he's nowhere near the cops. He was putting his hands up and they shot him anyway. It's not that the cops are uh, over. It's not that individual cops are racist, which again, even you've acknowledged, of course that uh, happens from time to time. It's that the system, uh, first of all, in, uh, disproportionately targets African Americans. So you talk about New York, well, in New York, over 90% of the stop and frisk were for minorities. So if you keep picking on minorities, well, you're going to get into more confrontations with minorities. So they shouldn't surprise you like, well, I went and hassled so minorities nonstop, and then all of a sudden it turns out that I got into conflict with minorities. That's because you started it. Okay, now in the case of, but do, Jake, do Jake, hold on, let me finish. David, let me finish, let me finish. We gotta let each other finish. David, we gotta let each other finish. Hold on, no, 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 no. David, you gotta let me conduct this interview, otherwise it's not gonna work, okay? And now, turning well, back to- let me just take one point at a time. No, no. We're, we're, let us, I let okay. you finish, let me finish. Okay, so right. it, it, when you come back to the issue of, of whites getting shot as well, of course they do, because the problem is the training. So there is the disproportionate effect on African Americans and minorities, but they also shoot white folks, and that's because they're told not to take any chances at all. So if there's any percentage chance that they could be slightly nicked, they're gonna shoot them down and they're gonna execute them. The problem is, that, is in the training. And, and you talk about criminals in New York, the biggest criminals in New York were the uh, Wall Street bankers that extracted billions of dollars from the economy, and they were let off scot-free, and they were almost all white. Yeah, like the Zionist bankers of, of Goldman Sachs, who stole a half a trillion dollars, and they were they were totally let, let off the hook. They didn't do a day in prison. That's exactly right. And they you also mean like Moynihan from Bank of America? Democrats, is, is the biggest contributor. The CEO of Bank of America was Moynihan. Uh, it, does that sound Jewish? To well, you? you can you can give me some Gentiles who are CEOs, but let me tell you, we the biggest, most powerful banking consortium on earth is the Federal Reserve Bank, and the Federal Reserve Bank for the last I've got a little graphic here. Vikram Pandey. The Federal Reserve Bank 
for the last uh, three decades has had only Jewish Zionists, all right, chairman and vice chairman, Greenspan and Cohn, Bernanke and Yellen, and now Yellen and Fisher. Fisher's also a citizen of Israel. They totally control it. And you mentioned on one of your programs recently, I think, or a while back, excuse me, you talked about the fact we had a $700 billion TARP, but we actually, we actually had, how guess how many, $2.1 trillion, more than that, excuse me, it was $7 trillion. It's up to $7 trillion, yeah. $7 trillion to the banks. Now, anybody who thinks that this Ben Shalom Bernanke is a very strong Jewish supporter of Israel, he's a strong supporter of Jewish what establishment that organizations. With anything? What is the anybody fact who that thinks he... he's not gonna favor his own fellow Jewish bankers but in the, giving but, but, out that money, like Goldman Sachs, these other bankers. No, no, but David, you misunderstand be, the problem entirely. Punished. That's why you've spent a life headed in the wrong direction. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. Right. Now, look, 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 so the Federal Reserve has a, a tremendous issues. By the way, you know uh, there was two co-sponsors of the bill to audit the Fed. One was Ron Paul on the Republican side. The other one was the guy who actually started the whole process, Alan Grayson, who's a Democrat, who also happens to be Jewish. So why does this Jewish conspiracy want to undermine itself? Mm. Well, let me tell you something. I, I'm not a person that's saying that every Jew is involved with the conspiracy. Some, oh, some Jews I really admire, like a lot of and a few other Zionist Jews. But there's no question about the fact that the, the Zionist establishment, the Jewish establishment in this country, is very much in favor of groups like Goldman Sachs that give them their money. And, and according to Forward uh, newspaper, which is a major Jewish paper in this country, these Jewish activist organizations, this agenda, these Zionist organizations get over $300 billion operating to fight for what they see as Jewish interests. And so that's what's really going on. There, it's no, not a canard. No, that's not what's going on. The David, okay, then, all right, look, look, you think- you Because know, Predator Bank on Earth is Goldman Sachs. No, but you know who was the head of Goldman Sachs, who then led the entire bailout of what you say is Jewish bankers? Yeah, I know who was head of it, Blank Fine and-, and No, Trump. no, 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 Blank Fine was the head of it afterwards. Hank Paulson, Hank Paulson is Christian. Why did uh, Hank Paulson, who's Christian, decide it, to give all the money in, to the Jewish bankers, while, according to you? Gentile, once in a while. Like Vikram Pundit, States, uh, they, CEO of, of Citigroup. Goldman Sachs is overwhelmingly the biggest stockholder of Goldman Sachs was, was Aviv Nevo, which is short for Tel Aviv Nevo, Aviv Nevo. And he was, also the biggest, uh, he was also the biggest stockholder of CNN, which also went over to Mr. Zucker as far as Oh, but that's Time Warner, which is CNN's a subsidiary. CNN was started and by Ted Turner. How is he Jewish? Ted Turner's not Jewish, but that's not okay. who controls CNN now. Well, I'm pretty sure he controlled it for a long, long time until he, he sold it to Time Warner and made good time. money. I'm not saying there are not Gentiles involved in the media, but uh, we, the, but the 10 largest Hollywood studios, and that's movies and television studios, which, and this television goes all over the world, and the, and the movies affect many people's perceptions and ideals all over the world. The 10 largest studios in Hollywood are run entirely by Jewish activists. Okay, look, David, again, total Every nonsense. Every one of the 10 largest. Now, okay, what, hold, why, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Why is this not an issue? Why, how can 2% run 100% of the 10 largest Hollywood movie studios. No wonder we have these crimes in the Middle East going on there, because we don't have any movies talking about the Zionist crimes against the Palestinians, no, the wait, Zionist wait, wait, crimes wait, 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 against wait, wait. the Lebanese, okay, the Zionist so you, crimes against the, uh, okay. yeah, we can go on and on. The Syrians, right, we have a Syrian war right now because the Zionist control of American policy, which made us support the jihadists, which have not only destroyed Syria, but they're also leading jihad and danger and terrorism in America and Europe. Okay, so you mentioned cable news, you mentioned CNN. You happen to have Nate, one Jewish executive that happens to be in charge now, although there was non-Jewish executives 
throughout. There was a non-Jewish owner throughout. When I was at MSNBC, CNN and still today, hold on, let me finish. When I was at MSNBC, uh, the CEO was Phil Griffin. I believe he's Irish. I'm not sure though. Uh, Chris Matthews was their largest host. I think he's Irish. Lawrence O'Donnell uh, does a program there. I believe he's Irish. Uh, Dylan Radigan was there. I believe he's Irish. So is can I say, oh, the Irish? They have rigged the media listen, in America. Listen, first, first off, you're you're the one cherry picking. You can't take a couple of examples. No, you can't take the Irish examples. The Only the, the Jewish. The truth examples. is, in terms of media, in terms of the major conglomerates, we've had we've got we've actually got five major global conglomerates. The five largest. Okay, we can just go go through them. We got Disney, which is Iger. All right, we got Time Warner, which How is the biggest stock corner. Why did you bother that, investigating the religion Look, of all these people? I can just people. go through it if you want to. I can give you the names. I know who. Okay, so again, David, if I were to, the, if I were to concede your point you that there are successful, I got a Jewish publication called the Chronicle, which the Chronicle, which literally admits the fact that Jews control. Admits? Why would they? Why, what does that mean? Admits? Planet. But but hold on. One, so which is. David, is, maybe you're not letting me finish now, but that's the true. Fifth that's one true. is ahead. run by Murdoch, and they say he's a Zionist as much as the other Zionists. Murdoch's not Jewish. I know that's what I'm saying. So four out of five are Jewish, and they say that Murdoch does whatever the Jews want. They want the, the <laughs> they say Zionists. who's they? <laughs> Murdoch, so I'm pretty sure, is his own man. Opposition, by the way. <laughs> I, Murdoch is not the kind of guy to get bullied. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Murdoch's a real conservative, and I can prove that. <laughs> if Murdoch's not a conservative, then I don't know who is. Well, he said, I'll give you a statement. I got a statement from him. I can I can show it to you from the media. Okay. He okay. said he wanted he wanted Mr. Bloomberg to get the Republican nomination for president of the United States. And Mr. Bloomberg, by the way, spent fifty million dollars to take away the gun rights of the American people and get and the second amendment. Jewish. Jewish. <laughs> yes, he's Jewish. Okay, so so. And, that's, oh, David, so, let I mean, me ask you something. I don't think I don't think Murdoch. I think Trump was right about the fact that the that basically that basically Fox News laid in wait and they they attacked him, attacked the Republicans. I don't. I think Fox News is controlled opposition. Okay. And every time they get a media question, operation. they bring on this Jewish expert, Krautheimer or whatever, to start telling the people how to think about the Mideast. Okay. So I I know it's a Fox News is a false flag. And the same thing operation. goes on the left wing too. Okay. The same thing goes on in CNN. Okay. The same thing goes on in MSNBC. The same thing goes on in the rest of them. So okay, so David, whenever I mention non-Jews, you say they're the exception. Uh, but then yeah. I give you a whole a long list of Irish guys the exception. Everything's a Vikram Pandit, uh, major head of, head of Citigroup at the time of the bailouts exception. Uh, Moynihan, head of Bank of America, exception. Everything's an exception. Okay, no, 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 but no, it, no, hold, on, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish the point. There's an article. Let me answer your question. No, no, I didn't ask the question. Let me finish the question. Let me finish the question. Okay, hold on, David. Let me answer your question. There's an article in the in the Jewish Times of Los Angeles about the control of the media, and they literally said four out of five of the largest media conglomerates on the earth, which basically control about 80. 80% all right, of the mass media in the world, four out of five of the largest conglomerates on the planet are run by Jews. And one of them, Murdoch, is not a, is not a Jew, but he's more as much Zionist as the Jewish heads of the other networks. Okay, so he, That's what he the has Jewish a, Times he, of Los Angeles, I think we can trust those Jews. You're not anti-Semitic, are you? <laughs> okay, so, uh, so uh, first of all, 
if Murdoch you claim is a Zionist, okay, so you have a policy difference with him. It, do, it doesn't make him any more or less Jewish. Okay, and he's not Jewish. Okay, so are you, are you no, for the Christ's sake, let me finish the question. Let me finish the question. Okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. CEOs. <laughs> quote Bill O'Reilly, CEOs go in, CEOs go out. You can't explain that. Some of them are Christian, some of them are Jewish. You happen to pick one particular article at right, one particular moment in time. But let I'm me finish the question, otherwise I've got to end the statement. Let me right, finish the question. Just show you, this is from the New York Times. Okay, right? I know this it's a particular moment in time. Okay, well, listen, I'm gonna so, so David, let me. Leading newspaper I got to end this, David. And one of the leading columnists in the New York Times, his name is David Brooks. If you don't mind, let me quote what he says about what's going on in this country. The article, the name of the article is The Chosen Getting In. And this is a quote from it. A woman came up to me after one of my book talks and said, you realize what you're talking about is the Jews taking over America. He says, my eyes bugged out. But then I realized that she was Jewish. And she knew that I was too. And between us, we can acknowledge there's a lot of truth in that statement. Quote, for the Jews were the vanguard of a social movement that over the course of the 20th century transformed the American system into the, uh, and the whole nature of the, uh, the whole nature of the American elite. Okay, okay, they are okay, the elite okay, now I know, in this country. I know. Okay, but so that's, so that's going to go to the question I've been trying to ask for the last 10 minutes. Yeah. So even if I were to concede your point, which I most certainly do not, that right. the Jews are in, uh, are somehow running things or that they are uh, in charge all the time of these media companies. No, but if I were to not. hold on, hold on, if I would, for Christ's sake, let me answer, ask the question. If I were to concede that point, okay, so they did a great job. They rose up. They were successful. They should be applauded. Whereas you didn't. So you're a loser. So what's the difference? They're the winners. Well, you're the loser. I think I'm not a loser. I was Why don't you go run the studio? I've been. I've been I've Why didn't you run the studio? I served eight years in public office. I went and got. Why my didn't PhD. you run CNN? I what's stopping PhD. you? I've written. I've written three books, which are in 25 languages. You maybe you know. I don't think I'm a loser. I don't think. But I mean, you loser. keep telling me the Jews are the winners. They've done a great job. No, okay, no, 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 no. all right, fantastic, is, yay! Example: The reason why they dominate the media, and I have another example. This here is Elena Kagan. Now, she was appointed to the head of Harvard Law School by Lawrence Summer, who was at that time the Jewish head of Harvard Law School. And while she was head of the most important law school in the United States of America, she made a number of appointments to professorships in Harvard Law. So interestingly enough, 50% of her appointments at Harvard Law School went to Jews from 2% of the population. Now, I also I mean, have look, another good example. You can cherry-pick these facts all day long, all day long. Let me give you another quotation. Ele Kagan is on the Supreme Court, but so is Sotomayor, and she's country. definitely not Jewish. She's what? Latina. I mean, Kagan made it onto the Supreme Court, but so is Sotomayor. Those are two picks by Obama. Sotomayor, clearly not Jewish. In fact, what is it? What I think seven out of the nine justices are Catholic. Oh my God, the Catholics have taken over the Supreme Court. Watch out, David, watch out, it's the Catholics that are the problem. I can answer your question, 33% of the Supreme Court are Jews, they're only 2% of the population. And the reason why Kagan got appointed to the Supreme Court- But six out of nine, sorry, my bad, six out of nine are Catholics. She never really practiced at all. Are two thirds of the country Catholic? Overwhelming Jewish political power- Are two thirds of the country Catholic? 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 Well, approximately. <laughs> no, they're not. 
Catholic? talking about among Christians. <laughs> no, they're not. Two-thirds of the country is Catholic. not Catholic. Two-thirds of the Supreme Court is Catholic. David, you got no, the wrong boogeyman. Remember, the KKK was also against Catholics. I know you're more I'm inclusive. Not against Catholics. Okay, no, you're more inclusive. I'm not that was one of your. Uh, that was one of your innovations. You know what? I'm for opportunity in this country, and I, I'm against real racism. And the ultimate racist uh, apparatus that's going on in this country is Jewish racism. And that's why I'll give an example this way. You always hear about white privilege. Another chart I give you. Okay. Now, this is about Harvard. This was written by Ron Utz, who's a Jewish writer, former writer for the, for the Wall Street Journal, but a courageous Jew, which I honor. And he did a great story. <laughs> it really seemed like you're honoring Jews, yeah. Well, listen, I do honor him. <laughs> but he did a great, a great article called uh, The Myth of American Meritocracy, where he went to the Ivy League. And in this article, he shows that there's no really white privilege in this, uh, in this country because the truth is, you don't have white privilege when European Americans, who are 98% of the white population, when European Americans are now only 20% of Harvard and the Ivy League, which is where the elite comes from in America. Jews who you are 2% you know of the population are 25%. Because their SAT scores are not as good. No, their not true. GPA not true. is not as good. No, you know what they're losing the, the spots to? They're I losing spots to, to my, Asians. You website, hey, you, you know, David, you got to add Asians to your list because they're kicking your ass left and right in education. Yeah, you know why they're kicking our ass? Because they're discriminating against non-Jews and only discriminating against European Americans. <laughs> well, how about the Asians? Are the wait, Asians wait, wait, secretly wait. running things? Unfortunately, represent. When you take away affirmative action like you did in California, Asians wind up becoming enormously dominant in the schools. Is yeah. there also an Asian conspiracy, or are white people just not that bright? No, because in, because in California, they got rid of the so-called affirmative action, and under, under the color of so-called affirmative action, they were able to throw out the test results and put in less qualified Jews in the Ivy League. That's why they're there. Look, this is this You is, keep yes, going back to the Jews, but it's, that's not the issue so in California. That's not the issue when you take away affirmative wait, wait, action. Wait, wait. And let's, by the way, let's, don't, let's, I don't want anybody to get me let's, wrong. Let's, let's I don't think white people are stupid, obviously, because I don't discriminate among races. I think the greatest single source of universities of the American elite. If you, if you graduate from Harvard, you got your ticket punched. You know, you can just about go anywhere and become a leader anywhere. But let's talk about that for a second. This is go into the detail of what the American elite and how it's composed, okay? Just for a moment, all right? Now, certainly Jews are 2% of the population, even if they were 50% better in their, in their SATs, which are not, all right? That would be 2%, they would be, go to 3%. But Jews are 25% what of you, Harvard okay, University. Okay, let me ask this. Please. And all of the Ivy League. And according to Ron Utz, and according to studies I've done with Dr. Patrick Slattery, he's another former professor in the Ivy League who's done a complete study of the whole process, Jews are put into Harvard 13 times high in higher numbers than their merit justifies. And they're two and a half times higher than Asians than, than okay, their, okay. their test scores uh, all right. justify. It's, Wait a second. They're, they're about 20 times higher than, than, than uh, Mexican-Americans or Hispanic-Americans. They're about 20 times higher than African-Americans, even African-Americans are discriminated against. They are the ones who are being favored because they run most of the university's provosts. They run most of the, the, the entrance, like good examples of Harvard, Miss Singer, who's Jewish, runs the entrance of the school. And they have a system now where they control Harvard. Look, Jews complained when they were limited to 15% of Harvard. Well, Jews were, at the maximum, where Jews were 33% of the population. So they were given 500% over-representation at Harvard than their percentage of population. 
That's that's not exactly true diversity, is it? But that that's that now that's a fact. Now we've got 70% <coughs> of the American population which is European American, but we're only 20% of Harvard. These are universities that are our people. European Americans built, built every brick, built every department, was all created by European Christians. That's who built Harvard. And now we're only allowed to be 20% of the students at Harvard. That's discrimination. That is racial discrimination on a massive scale. And Jews who are 2% are given 25% of the positions. Uh, why are you guys such schmucks then? If you built everything, but somehow you don't have power anymore, you can't even get into the schools you built, because why you know are you guys why? such because losers? Our people never saw it coming. Our people, you know, our people have always been, your European value system has always been give people a fair shake. The, 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 You've been the, too fair the to Jews. Like the Jewish minority, the same that. way they got Palestine, <laughs> and the same way the Jews as a group are the most organized group for their interests, for their agenda, for their policy on earth. Israel is so a So what do you think is happening, nation. David? Israel killed. Let's get to the uh, core listen, of your ideology. They, they, they maimed, so burned, injured, or killed 25,000 Palestinians in Gaza just the summer before last. 25,000 people. Okay, there are almost but, no Israeli casualties, but 25,000 Palestinians. Israel is has even committed terrorism against America. Do you know what the Levant affair was? Yeah, I do. So, so what was the Levant affair? Okay, so I want to, but I want I don't want to get into. Look, David, we're never going to get out of this interview no, if we go. Just take one question at a time. No, what no, we're going affair? case by case, statistics uh, that well, a cherry picked after another. I want to get to the core of your ideology. In fact, I didn't want to discuss any of this. I want to discuss something else entirely. But now that we're on this question, I've got to ask you: What is the core of your ideology? Why? terrorist attack on America where they attacked American installations, attacked American installations in Egypt, tried to blame the Egyptians to get us in a war against Egypt. One of the Jewish agents had the bomb go off in his pocket. The whole gang was, was rounded up. Later, by the way, the entire Jewish gang that attacked America with terrorism was given medals in Israel. I've got the I've got the uh, okay. clippings from the Israeli so, papers, right? Well, okay, and I, right I, David, I know you can go all night. America, we didn't bomb Israel, we sent them more money. That's all we did. Okay, so what do you think? Like, So you've got this whole thing so mapped up you in your- So why don't you just call a spade a spade? Israel is a terrorist country that attacked America. They attacked us in the Liberty. They committed ter they committed treachery against us in the, in okay. the Jonathan Pollard right, David, case. David, David, David. So much power in politics and in media that and banking, they got so much power Nobody but can even say that I'm Israel to is a country that's committed terrorism against America. I don't know why I'm trying to get into your mind, but I'm trying to figure out in your mind how this is all working. So your your core ideology, do you think that the Jews are actually getting together in some room and saying, okay, Bob, you take banking, Steve, you go uh, and get media, and then like, is this a that kind of a literal conspiracy And then in your mind, and then how do they execute that? Uh, it, it, how do they get the uh, white Christians, blacks, Latinos, everybody well, to go? Yes, sir, absolutely, sir. Step aside. So let me ask you: Can I answer your question? Yeah. And I'll try to tone it down a little bit because I hope we have a better discussion as we go along. I know, and I'll talk as long as you want. And if you give me time to talk, I'll be happy to. You can take all the time you want at your show. That's fine. But here's the deal: Thank you. Why is this happening? What's happening because there is no people on the planet who are more organized than they are. They're very powerful uh, in money. They're very powerful in media. They're very powerful in politics. The biggest political contributors in both the Democratic and Republican Party are these Zionists. A good example is Goldman Sachs, which was the biggest contributor for Obama, then the biggest contributor for Romney. 
when they ever see, would see whatever interests that they have. They didn't like some of the things Obama did, but overall, he was very, very favorable, I think, to Israel. I think you probably believe that too. Uh, we, we, see, we see what we call the Council of Presidents of Major Jewish Organizations. Now, these are the 50 largest Jewish organizations in the United States of America, right? They openly state that their agenda is to support Israel. They openly have a number of positions in all major issues in America. Now, they support, for instance, open borders for America, open immigration, open gates for America, but they support Israel, which has one of the toughest immigration policies in the entire planet. You know, Netanyahu won't take one refugee from Syria, and Israel and the Zionists had a big role in creating the Syrian civil war because they hated Assad as they hated Saddam, as they hated the Lebanese as enemies of, of Israel. I have a book by Moshe Surratt, who was former, pres former head of Israel, called Israel's Sacred Terrorism, his diaries, where he talked about making the Muslims and the Christians fight in Lebanon. So they are organized. And I'm not saying that. What does that mean? They're the reason organized. Why That's they what I'm trying to ask you. Do you think they're in? They get together in a room and make these decisions? Well, because no, I, don't I, I mean, they if they they support Israel, they so what? Decision. That's the policy that, that they I like. Think, Guess what? I Turkish Americans generally support rooms. Turkey. Wow! Newsflash. Look, look. The most powerful lobby in our United States Congress is APAC by far. It's the one lobby. Uh, do they uh, get that, together listen, in a room? No congressman or senator can go against. There's a lot of people still go against the IRA, or, or excuse me, the, the uh, American Rifle Association. There are lots of people that go on all sorts of policies, but on a foreign country, got a, we got a foreign country that's got the most powerful lobby in the United States of America. The biggest, the biggest three contributors last year in politics, according to, I think it was the Daily Beast, they're one of the major publications, was Goldman Sachs, but Sheldon Adelson was the biggest one, and Sheldon Adelson is the biggest contributor in American politics. This guy, you probably know this, he literally called for dropping atom bombs on Iran. Mm. And this is the biggest contributor in American politics. I mean, this is obscene. So two out of the three are the largest. And then you look at the, at the numbers, the Washington Post did an article, I've got that too. I, I'm not gonna show you all these articles. You. Again, they, you can go to my website, people can get them. The Washington Post said, quote, that 60% of the contributors of the Democratic Party for president were Jews, and about 50% of the Republican contributors of the big money. Okay, I can't now, let you keep saying these unverified you numbers. You do not, well, I, so, I can show so, you the New York Times, okay, I can show okay. you the Washington Post article. Hey, hey, hey. That's so, not me. I mean, that's, you that's keep saying Post. Goldman Sachs, but before blank fine, the head of Goldman Sachs was Hank Polson. Christian extraordinaire, and and you Goldman say that Adelson, hold on, and you, no, Jewish no, no, you're filibustering, David, you're filibustering, you're filibustering, no, okay, you say the biggest contributor is Sheldon Adelson, the biggest political contributor in the country is not Sheldon Adelson, it is David okay. and Charles Koch. They are enormously Christian. They're Christian. Single contributor, the 1516 cycle is Sheldon Adelson, and they actually give the so figures by a major publication. So, so even if it. you were right that they were shade, he was a shade higher than the Koch brothers. So again, I do not concede. Okay, but then you've got the Koch brothers who buy all these politicians. They're not Jewish. How does that fit into your who, conspiracy wait, theory? Who buy the politicians. Koch brothers don't buy politicians. Who buys the politicians? Koch brothers. Look, the Koch brothers do too, but you know something? The Koch brothers, if the Koch brothers tomorrow came out and said, 
well, I don't think we should support Israel anymore because Israel's committed terrorism against us. And because and Israel happen? has hurt America and the Middle East and done terrible crimes against these people. If they did that, I can tell you what would happen to the Koch brothers. They would be demonized by the media. They would be, their, their business would be ap absolutely harmed and they would suffer. They, they know that. $80 billion. They know, we all know who has the power in this country. If you start criticizing. You know who has power? People with money have power. The Koch brothers have money. Yes, Sheldon Adelson also has money. Yes, I don't agree with a lot of his policies, almost all of them. He's a deep right-wing Republican, so I don't yeah. agree with him. I don't agree with and the Koch the brothers. In so the, the problem is the people with the money Biden. buying the politicians. It isn't. The why do you pick out only the Jews? Why do you only pick out the Jews? What well, isn't it the problem that people with the money are buying our politicians? So why do you care if some of them are Jewish and some of them aren't? Like why do you really why are you focusing on the wrong problem? That's because you're obsessed. You're obsessed. No, One no, of the questions I was going to ask you is whether you're no. still racist. My, my I don't know why you you know you get touchy look, when we say you were the grand wizard. You're obviously still enormously racist and bigoted. Times, so why don't you just say the it? The biggest contributor in Democratic Party is Chaim Sabin, who is a radical Zionist. Okay, that's a fact. Soros, George Soros, obviously is. I believe also radical Zionist is not a fact. I believe that's your interpretation. No, it's the New York Times. <laughs> he supports and Israel. I, look, I know he does. I he supports book. the right wing positions in Israel. Look, I know he I does. But Jewish calling him a radical Zionist is, that, trust me, open Jewish to debate. Which literally documents all this from mainstream media, mainstream publications like the New York Times, so, Washington Post. David, why do you care that people call you racist when, when, when obviously you are? Well, you're anti-Semitic in terms of, you know, I mean, I mean, this, this, I mean, you don't deny you're anti-Semitic, right? I mean, after all this, for Christ's sake, you don't deny no, you're anti-Semitic. You're not anti-Semitic. Jewish extremism. <laughs> Who in the world is anti-Semitic if you're not? Name me an anti-Semitic person. Name me an anti-Semitic person. Look, do you name me one anti-Semitic person? Is a Jewish supremacist state. Okay, name me one anti-Semitic person. Do you just let me ask you a question? Do you just no, no, no? I'm asking the question. Jewish supremacist state. I'm interviewing you. I'm interviewing yeah, you. But, but name me but one anti-Semitic person. I say that you can't. Jewish, Jewish <laughs> no. David, how can you think you're not anti-Semitic? How could you hey. possibly think that you think the Jews change, control change, the world? Change. That's anti-Semitism 101. I'm not opposed to every every Jewish. Just person. admit it. Opposed, say it. I'm opposed to the Jewish. Say it. I'm opposed to the Jewish establishment. <laughs> Every major Jewish organization, hundreds of millions of dollars of wealth and power, they all support the Jewish state of Israel. Israel is a state based on stealing the land from the Palestinians, which they did. 600,000 people were ethnically cleansed. Israel even has a law that a Jew or a non-Jew cannot even marry a Jewish person in Israel. I know, we're not they in Israel. We're in the United in States. That's a we're, fact. We're in the United Look, States. America or Canada or Great Britain, or, or let's say France, passed a law that said a Christian or a white person or anybody else can't marry a Jew, that would, that would be on the front pages of every paper saying this is the most evil state. They probably want sanctions against that country if the government passed that. But Israel has exactly that law. But there is nothing going on. There's not, most people don't even know this law exists in this country because the Zion media that dominates this media doesn't Zio allow media. it to be talked about. Politically, <laughs> you can't talk about it. Okay, so um, now, uh, David, uh, it's not really let me. Funny, but you made me kind of laugh because we you're always changing the subject instead of just. Yeah, I know, I know. Going so, deep into but, it. But I mean, you talk about changing the subject. You you went on the Israeli domestic and foreign policy. 
Okay, look, you want to criticize Israeli policy? That's an entirely different matter than saying that Jews control the U.S. and the world. The and reason Harvard why and all this that we have this policy in the Middle East, the reason why we went to war in Iraq, it just seems like you're bitter. Oil. It seems we like the no Jews, did, we you, you found Iraq. some Jews who did better than you, and you're bitter. No. So just fess no, up, fess up. They did better than you. Like some Jews, no, some Jews really did better than you, points. and you seem look, super bitter about if, that. Man up, man up. Go get Harvard. Go get him. Go get Harvard. Tell you this. If Jews were their power, we're doing. Look, I, I don't. I wouldn't mind Jews controlling Hollywood, the ten largest studios, and making these thousands of movies if they promoted the values, the true values of humanity. The television programs Hollywood puts out constantly promotes absolute. I'm telling you, there's torture. They act like torture is justified if the person is evil. You see this repeatedly. You see it in Blacklist. You see it in so many programs in the Hollywood media. They promote drugs for our young people, which has cost millions of lives, not only of Americans and black Americans and white Americans, other, other people all, all over this country. They promoted the so-called gangster rap genre, which promotes drugs, violence, uh, disrespect of, of women. No, well, I knew we had to get into the blacks at some point. The music point. industry that promotes gangster rap and which glorifies it in our mass media is completely Jewish controlled. And that's a fact. There's no argument about that. So <laughs> I don't mind Jews being successful. I mind them trying to destroy the values of this country and hurting people. I don't believe the values that Hollywood teaches overwhelmingly is good. We have thousands of movies. You've got a daughter, don't you? From what I understand. Oh, please, let's leave my kids out of it. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just talking about from a human being. There's lots of people out there listening who have a daughter. How many movies do you see, and most of them are aimed at young people, promote what's called drinking games, where they have the stars get up there and they drink themselves to oblivion? Now, when your daughter, and I am asking the audience too, when your daughter gets 13 or 14 or 15 years old, and, and she's around a bunch of high testosterone uh, kids, right? Would, would any of you really want your daughter to drink themselves to oblivion? And, and be in a position where she could be raped or abused or hurt or harmed? Of course not. This is a, this David, is a kind of, of garbage David, and evil that the Hollywood media presents just, and promotes constantly to our young people. Drugs, you just, disillusion, just, uh, degeneracy, destructiveness of all types. Did you just uh, and blame? That, and you know that. I know that. I think that um, that ninety percent of your liberal, your liberal audience and your conservative audience knows that Hollywood doesn't preach good values to our young people. Okay. Did you just say the Jews invented beer pong? What? <laughs> did you just no, blame I beer said, pong on the Jews? I said the Jewish Hollywood constantly promotes. Right, <laughs> over drinking. You know, over drinking is the Jews' kids. problem. I'm pretty but, sure Christians are pretty yes, good at that. Yes. Drugs are constantly promoted. In movies, I'm pretty sure Christians are pretty good at drugs too. Are you saying that Christians, Christians don't do drugs? Pot, using drugs, they had a movie with, with what's her name, Amy Schumer, the other day, and she makes this. It's like a big joke. She's talking to her sister, and she finds a, a cocaine bottle there that she's using. Oh yeah, of course. I, so she's a star. You have you have you have All right, videos well, then like don't Lady do Gaga, coke. right? Don't Lady do coke. Gaga. Videos and other, Say no. other Hollywood productions. Okay, where Lady all right. Gaga all right. I'm going to ask you one more she's question. She's got a big cross on her, like a, a nun's habit, and she's gang raped by about six or seven guys, and that's promoted. You have Nicki Minaj using every kind of nasty word, promoting every sort of violence and drugs and destructiveness, oh, which you really hurt black people be with as much as they hurt white people. And but Nicki Minaj isn't the source of this. The source of this are those Jewish individuals you, you like that Nicki Minaj? control the the gangster rap music genre and and I've, I've actually interviewed uh, one of the largest rap moguls in US history his name is Russell Simmons and I assure you he's not Jewish he's black
All right. Are you telling me that most of the most of the leaders of the look? If Here we go again. Okay. Me what I'm all right. All right. All right. So, I have all the names. I have. Okay. I have black black rappers that talk about it. I have black people that talk about it and give you all the names and the facts. The people okay. that, for instance, the biggest producer of all is a guy named Lagrange, who's okay. a Jewish. Right. He's also a Zionist, supporter okay. of Israel. I got you. And he he had some people 10 like Israel. Of the top I got it. Billboard chart. At one time, the top ten Billboard charts in this in this genre, one Jewish guy named Lagrange, they dominate this the music industry, and I don't think it pre preaches. You know what? I'm beginning to believe, David. I'm beginning to believe you're not anti-Semitic. You you can't compliment Jews enough. You're like they're fantastic. They're enormously successful. I don't think but it's then why are you crying no, about it? Why don't you celebrate these, it? These evil things that they're promoting for our kids. I just don't think that's a compliment. M the movies, uh, the movies there, there, have great you know, you know endings. Something. All right, anyway, I'm not going to get into movies with you. Okay, so not, David, here's my uh, last question. So, right. uh, and what I'd actually asked you to come on to talk about, I know you had some stuff about David Vitter, but he already lost. He's a loser, so we don't have to get into that. But, but the, what I actually want to ask you is, you know, all, all, some of your ideas have actually caught on with the Republican Party, and I wanted to see if you want to take credit for it because. For example, the idea to to drug test welfare recipients is now wildly popular among the Republicans, and that was your idea. Yep. So, um, do you want to, you know? And I, I'm sorry, earlier I I said you know maybe you were complaining about being a loser, but maybe not. Maybe you won in some instances. Well, the New York so, Times had an article saying that that my program is GOP mainstream, and I would say a lot of it yes, but a lot of it not, because I've always believed that we should put America first and not Israel, and I. And I've worked very hard against these wars. I mean, I, I, I don't think that any of the wars that America's fought, except for the American Revolutionary War, which, is, which was a defensive war for us to basically be free and independent, were, were good wars. And We shouldn't have fought the I, Civil I really, War? You know, so I, I really, you know, I worked hard before the Iraq War. I said there were no weapons of mass destruction. It's all there on my website for years. Anybody can check it out. I, I was proven to be, be right. This was all launched by Pearl and Wolfowitz, which the American media themselves admit that they did this. They wrote a paper from Netanyahu called Securing the Realm, you know, a clean break, Securing the Realm, which was the realm of Israel by going to war against against Iraq, going to war against against Syria, going to war against Iran, and going to war against Lebanon. And this is Project this is for a New American Century, also so signed by Dick Cheney, well, I, not yes, Jewish. I, did. I, I, I believe that if we can drug test uh, people, for uh, no question about it, we can be judged by people who work for a living and pay taxes. I think it's absolutely fair to drug test people who want to receive the public dole. The least we can ask them is that they don't take the money and use drugs. And by encouraging them not to use drugs, we, they can actually have better lives. I also think that welfare recipients should be, you know, reproductively uh, careful. They should be responsible because when they have a child born out of wedlock, which is about 85% of them or 90% of welfare recipients. What's going on there is that that woman has a much difficult, more difficult time becoming successful, getting education, going forward in her life. And there's millions and millions of hardworking middle class people. And it, during my campaigns for governor and senator, I encountered this quite a lot when they when they said to me, I asked them, well, you have any kids? And they said, no, we don't have any kids. And I said, well, why not? She says, well, we, they said, we just can't afford it. And, and one of the reasons they can't afford it is because the taxes we pay. So I think there's, there's got to be some responsibility from welfare recipients for their benefit and our benefit. Yes. I also believe there's other parts of my platform. I, I've been talking about the dangers of immigration for a long time, and I'm very happy to see that 
that Donald Trump has really brought this issue to the forefront. I don't, you know, I don't agree with all his policies in terms of Israel and there's some other things maybe that I would disagree with him on, but I think he's absolutely right in that we are losing our heritage in this country. And I believe this is a racist policy. I believe that, you know, the European American people were 90% of the population when I was 21 years old. That's not, it's, that's a blink of an eye in the history of a country. And we have a policy that's purposeful to changing America to a multicultural or actually putting European Americans into a minority status. I believe we have a media that is racist and hateful against European Americans. It's a constant refrain that European Americans are just a bunch of racists and uh, accusing us of every kind of crime known to, known to man. And uh, I think a lot of Republicans are beginning to realize this. And a lot of, in fact, I think a lot of progressives are beginning to realize this too. Okay, so when it comes to total ban on Muslims, uh, building a giant wall, keeping out the criminals and rapists, Mexicans, you agree with Donald Trump? Well, let me say something to you real carefully. I know for sure that that certainly it's only a small percentage of Muslims around the world that are radical. I, I've lectured at over 12 uh, universities in the Middle East and elsewhere around the world. And uh, you know I've got many friends and colleagues in academia. I'm, I've got my PhD and who I call you know, great friends and I, I endorse, and they're very moderate. They, in fact, when I was in Syria, I visited in both the, uh, the, the Grand Mufti, who was the leading Muslim cleric of the country, and I visited with uh, the great Patriarch, which was a Christian cleric. There are three million Christians in Syria. And both of these, both of these men were decent men, and the Grand Mufti there was for secular government. He said that even between Shiite and Sunni, he's a Sunni, but between them, if you have one faction that's in power, then it doesn't allow uh, the other factions. So I don't have any, any hatred at all against Muslims, but I also know that if you have massive Muslim immigration to Europe, that the culture of Europe changes, that the culture of America changes, and that America will change. And I like the America of my forefathers. If there was massive Christian white immigration into the Middle East, in any country, uh, they would be held to pay about. It wouldn't be even allowed, if, especially to the point where they got to become majorities of major cities like they are today, becoming that in London. More kids are being born in London who are you know, non-British than are British. Uh, the same thing is gonna happen to Paris soon. It's certainly happening in this country in terms of our own population rate. And this is a disaster because so the let me politics be specific. are not gonna represent that of the values of the vast majority of the American people. And I think that Every people on earth have the right to preserve their own unique expression of humanity. I believe in the idea of true independence for every people. I, I'm totally opposed to the Zio globalism that we have in the world. And I believe every nation and every people has a right to, to exist. So I'm opposed to American policy in the Middle East. I'm opposed to American bases all over the world. And I think if we don't want terrorism, we should stop fighting these Zio orchestrated wars. I believe that we shouldn't have been in Afghanistan, that we shouldn't have been in Iraq, and we would have never had 9-11 if, if we would not have been involved in all this. And, okay. and this was okay. because of our Zionist policy. I, I think that Israel was the greatest source of the hatred that goes on against the United States, and even, this, even the immigration. There's two reasons why we have mass immigration in America, and I can prove this. There's two reasons. is because the Jewish media establishment and the oh, yeah, Jewish yeah. organizations opened our gates through, through lobbying for it, and also because they created okay, the Syrian it's, it's, war. Okay, now, and the Syrian I, I, David, war you're is a broken record and, and also the Libyan attacks, which are producing dislocation of lots of people. Okay, let's answer the actual question. 
So I asked about the total ban on Muslims, and then, no. and then I'll be specific. I don't specific. In total ban. I think temporarily I don't have a problem with that when we have massive amounts of we have. So you do agree with Trump's policy then? Because I agree, I agree with that. Yeah, I think that's and temporary. And Ted Cruz, but Ted Cruz says uh, ban Muslims from Muslim majority countries. He, in fact, he introduced legislation to that effect. You agree with that? Well, look, here's here's the situation. Uh, I believe in protecting America and the American people and the European people. And I know that we 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 couldn't have the the, the problem. Look at the look at the terrorism we've had from overseas in terms of ISIS. This wouldn't have happened except for the Zionist control, which had a supporting ISIS. I, I guess you've seen the facts. There's lots of facts showing that America supported jihadists from the time we supported Bin Laden. We supported Al Nusra, which is Al Qaeda basically in Syria. Uh, they created this. They created this. So wait, but e still, the Zionists even created ISIS? They created ISIS by supporting. Why? They, by, Why would this, they do that? Because they're they fundamentalist Muslims. They, they would hate Israel. Israel. Saw, it's very simple. Because Israel saw Syria as a great enemy of Israel. And Israel uh, saw Syria. They see Lebanon as an enemy. They hate Hezbollah and they hate Iran. And I Iran think you might Syria worship Israel. And Hezbollah are together. And by the way, I've visited with the Christians, for instance, of Lebanon. And you can look at an article in the Christian Science Monitor, for instance, a big long article about this. The overwhelming majority of Christians in Lebanon, believe it or not, support Hezbollah. Hezbollah has tried to lessen the, the enmity between Christians and Muslims. David, and I, 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 but, think, you know, I think you might really actually worship Israel and, and Jewish folks. What? Because I think you might worship Israel and Jewish folks because you put them up to be demigods. They control oh, the whole the world. They control everything. Look, they created elite, ISIS. I, I they control the United States. Well, they have been Jesus, so if they're that smart and powerful, maybe we should worship the Second them. World War. I think the Second World War could have been avoided and should have been avoided. They have promoted the all these wars. We shouldn't have gotten into Second World they, War. They, they, they promoted the the of course the basic the ethnic of cleansing course. of six hundred thousand Palestinians. Look, how about the ethnic cleansing of thirteen million Jews that the have Nazis? Have you seen? Did? Have you seen Madeleine Albright, our Jewish Secretary of State? When she talked about the embargo against John like, Kerry's not Jewish, she was Secretary of State. Hillary Clinton's not Jewish, she was Secretary of State. In fact, no, Kerry, I believe an overwhelming majority of the Secretary of States in the history of this Our country Secretary were not State, Jewish. John Kerry. Kerry is not his real name. Kerry's real name is <laughs> Con Cohen. He was actually changed his name, and his family changed his name to Kerry in Massachusetts. You can put your head down all you want. It's a shame. So John Kerry's it? Jewish. Because Kerry sounds like an Irish name. It sounds like Kerry's Irish goat. John Kerry's Jewish. He, went, he joined Irish, uh, Irish Italian clubs and Irish clubs, marching clubs, and he tried to present himself basically like an Irishman. He wasn't an Irishman. He didn't have a drop of Irish blood. He had Jewish ancestry, and he was okay, our Secretary of State. Okay. And he's still working yeah. for Zionism when he makes any yeah. sort of deal anywhere in the world. And so is Joe Biden and Barack Obama. I no, Joe Biden, though, said it pretty well when he said that the Jewish control of media has been really good for us because it's really changed all of our values. And now we're destroying marriage and we're and we're, and we're promoting all sorts of into other kinds of, of unhealthy behaviors. Okay. All right. And we're going to go around and around. Okay. Uh, David Duke, um, thank you for joining us. It was an interesting conversation. <laughs> the part that I was most stunned by is after all the screeds against the Jews controlling everything, you say you're not anti-Semitic. On the other hand, you also say you don't worship them because it sounds like you like you. Anti-Semitism is, is defined as hating other people. You know, when, when Trump said that he talked to this Jewish room, he talked about them as negotiators, as good negotiators, which Trump yeah. is. 
uh, that was then you identified that as anti anti Semitic. I did, yeah. I don't think it's anti Semitic to talk about reality. The reality is that Israel is Why a racist state. It is founded on ethnic cleansing of 600,000 Palestinians who can't even go okay, home. Okay. It is a terrorist state. It's committed terrorism against America. It has been behind our American policy in the Middle East with these wars. It is controlling our political process today. They're the biggest contributors of both Democratic and Republican parties. Then why don't you pray to them? They're apparently so powerful. Our media. They're they smart. Why don't you pray to them? And they're leading us and this country Bow your head. in the West to disaster. <laughs> and look, if people don't, okay, believe, I don't they think can go to my website, look at my documents, read my books. Here's a book, The, the Secret Behind Communism, which is Put my last book. book. Yeah, now, this, this book, all right, is <laughs> I have. I have Let me guess The Secret Behind Communism. Can I guess, please, please? I think I've learned this. The Jews. It, well, the fact is that communism was overwhelmingly a Jewish movement. How did I know it? Yes, got it. Okay. There's no doubt about it. It's, it's they no brag doubt. about it. Yes. And was the Stalin greatest Jewish? mass murder in the history of the was world Stalin Jewish? was done by the communists. Was Stalin by the Jewish? Communists. Was Stalin and Jewish? And that's the reality. And was yet Stalin we get no movies about the Soviet Union. Was Stalin Jewish? Jewish? We have a guy like Sanders, who's a socialist, Jewish? which is like a mild version of was Marxism or communism. Then nobody Jewish? says, okay, you're, you're echoing no, a philosophy that ultimately okay. caused the death of 100 million people worldwide. Okay. Stalin you know, if people Jewish. go to my site and Not read Jewish. my books, I think they'll find them fantastic. <laughs> my YouTube videos now have over a billion views of all the videos about me and my lectures. Okay. And they're 90% positive rating, and that's because I, they make sense. And when people have a chance to hear me uh, unmitigated, when they, when they hear me uncensored, and when I have a chance to lay out the arguments, they agree with my arguments. All right. Uh, I think we've given you plenty of opportunity here. Whether we should have, of course, is an open question. But... Uh, again, thank you for joining us. I know you're uh, going to get some problems. I, I think you're courageous to have me on, and and uh, mm -hmm. yeah, you know, I've got a, okay. a, a copy, of course, the tape. Okay, it'll go out anyway. But I've been on Meet the Press three times, and okay. uh, if I could be on Meet the Press three times, I think that uh, Jink can have David Duke on and have an interview. Okay, well, uh, we did. We did for better or for worse. That, we did. Recently, even though, like okay. I said, they still talk about me, Peckley, every day in relation to Trump or relation to the the guy from Louisiana. Mm -hmm. It's amazing that I don't do many national interviews anymore. I think the reason is, is because my arguments are very compelling to an awful lot of people. Mm, if they sit down and think about what they say, I think they'll be really surprised. Okay. And by the way, you know, I want to make this clear too. I am not what you call a racist. No, no, I am not. not. No, because no. I believe that every people have the right to seek the things that they love, the things that they appreciate, their values, their people, their interests. And I believe that every nation has a right to be free and independent. That's not okay. what the Zionists think. Okay, the this Zionists is, this is not a white nation. foreign policy this is not a Christian subjugate nation. the entire world. This they're is not trying a white to almost Christian. create a war with Russia today, which would be insane. This is a but that's what they're doing. This is a and we have to we have to break ourselves through this. And I think okay. the second right. world go. war we gotta go. was All because right. of All right. Okay, uh, David, again, third time. Thank you. We appreciate it. And uh, take care. Anytime. If you want to ever have me back on and talk about a specific issue like Donald Trump, we should talk. I, we could talk a half an hour about. I'm the, positive you could. What's going on there? I'm positive you could. You know. So, okay. and and, and yeah. I think that that's got to be discussed. And that